Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert in the beautiful state of Arizona, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us, as always, rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, as well as Twitter, tst underscore underscore radio. Our website, thesecretteachings.info, has my books, our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters, and our Patreon page for behind-the-scenes content. You can also find our full show archive on the website. You can listen and download those shows for free. There's also links to the mini radio and podcast players where you can listen to the show. Some people like CastBox, some people like Apple, some people like Google. So there's links to all of those on the website wherever you want to listen. And if you want to get rid of the annoying advertisements in the monetized show archive, so if you listen on Apple Podcasts or Google or Deezer or GeoSavan, whatever the podcast or radio player is, we have the show monetized. We make $500 a month on that. I'm being brutally honest with you. About $500 a month on that. So when you listen to those monetized shows, it benefits the secret teachings. If you don't like those ads... You can subscribe to the full show archive on the website as well, which gets you access to more, including our montages. You get digital copies of my books, and you get an RSS feed that you can plug into those players, like an Apple player, which will be private, so you don't have those monetized ads, because I've got two feeds. So you'll get the RSS feed that's private, and you'll get early access to the show when the show is pre-recorded www.thesecretteachings.info is the website, and that's where you can find all of that stuff that I just mentioned, or again, email us or find us on social media. It is Monday, the 23rd of May, 2022, and over the next two weeks, we are going to be transitioning here on The Secret Teachings. Some of you might already know about the transition. We're going to make a very large announcement coming up next week at the end of the week, but I wanted to let you know tonight, first and foremost, we're going to be making a huge transition on the secret teachings. So coming up next week, we'll make that announcement and we'll be going through the transition through the end of the month of May into June. So stay tuned to the show for that and check out our social media pages for any additional updates. If you have questions on what you've heard or rumors or anything of that nature, please don't hesitate to email me, rdgable at yahoo.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know what your concerns are, whatever the case might be. And if you're not aware of what I'm talking about yet, you'll be made more aware of it as uh, the weeks go on here. Uh, Again, next week, big, big, big announcement coming up here on The Secret Teachings. We'll let you know about that. And it's it's good news, too. It's it's nothing bad. It's not like we're quitting radio. It's, It's quite the opposite. It's good news. So please stay tuned for that. But tonight, before we can get to that or any of the other fun and uh, interesting topics we're going to be discussing this week on the show, 
We'll have some guests coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks as well. Obviously, what most people are very concerned about is the monkeypox story. And obviously, we had a woman in January of this year, 2022, she approached a truck that had gotten into a wreck, and she opened up one of the crates. She put her hand into one of the crates uh, that, the, that the truck was carrying, thinking that it was a cat in the box, and it turned out to be a monkey that hissed at her. Remember that story? And uh, then Newsweek and others said that the woman who it was reported had become sick after contact with the monkey, she actually wasn't sick. So we had two different reports that she was sick, then she wasn't sick, and she supposedly had pink eye or something to, to that effect. And these monkeys, remember, were being transported to a CDC quarantine facility, a laboratory. And PETA was very upset, obviously, because there's animal testing, but also PETA had said at the time that they were concerned about the spreading of different diseases, viruses, and things like that, that these monkeys could, not that they were, that they did, but that they could potentially have uh, some kind of uh, viral contagion in them. Maybe that's why the woman got sick, although there wasn't an outbreak of anything. There was a a very heavy-handed response to the the truck crash and how these, um, I mean, there were police, there were, uh, I've heard federal officials, I mean, it's CDC's a federal agency, so that's not that surprising. But they were out with thermal goggles, maybe even night vision goggles. I read thermal goggles, and they were looking for these monkeys, trying to track them down because, well, they were heading for a, a laboratory. But as PETA and others said, I mean, these, these monkeys could have been carrying uh, diseases. So remember that story? That's just a little recap. That story was uh, January 2022. And if you want to read about it, you can just type that in, you know, truck crash, CDC, monkeys, pink eye, and it should pull the pull the story up. Well, now we have monkeypox, which is a, a version of smallpox. And there's various different forms of, of the monkeypox, various different forms of uh, smallpox, whatever you want to call it, cowpox, monkeypox, smallpox. It's all pretty much the, the same thing, generally speaking. And according to mainline virologists, mainline scientists, this doesn't mean I believe it. I'm just going to tell you what they believe. They believe that monkeypox is virtually impossible to transmit to humans. Now, we get some cases. There are cases here. There are cases there. It's usually in places like, well, Africa. In fact, if you go to Africa or if you go to India, these very overcrowded feces and garbage-ridden cities and places that don't have running water, sewage, treatment facilities, sanitation, hygiene, you still get very large numbers of people that have smallpox. You still get very large numbers of people who get sick from things that we really don't experience that much in the Western world or any of the developed world, West or East. Now, my belief is the reason for that. It has nothing to do with vaccines. It has nothing to do with pharmaceutical drugs. It has nothing to do with any kind of mainline medicine outside of the the most basic elements of modern medicine, and that is hygiene. That's not wiping your butt and then going to eat and certainly not wiping your butt with your hand and then, you know, 
brush in on your clothes and then it's gross. But I mean, the developing world does not have the, the, the types of resources and basic necessities that we have in the developed world. So they get smallpox. They get things like uh, very basic diseases like, I mean, cholera, which is supposedly a contamination of, of the water. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's usually from fecal material in the water. I mean, that's why people get sick. That, that's why people in the developing world uh, come down with these kinds of diseases. And obviously, you know, it's, it's strange because if you go online and you read some of these stories about the monkeypox, I've seen probably eight, eight different stories that some are from 2022 and some are from 2017, 2018. And the pictures that are being used are the same pictures which is strange. In fact, there are pictures, for example, if you go to, I mean, the Queensland government, their Queensland government website actually has a, a, a page on shingles, which is, you know, kind of patches of dry, flaky skin, elevated. I mean, it, everybody has a, a different kind of different kind of reaction, perhaps, but most of the time it's like, you know, it's, it's like shingles on a roof. It's just like these patches of dry skin that flake and peel off. So, you have a picture of what they say is shingles, right? But then if you look at pictures of what they're showing you that are being, it's being referred to as monkeypox, it's literally the same picture. And uh, I retweeted that. I can't believe I'm saying retweeted now. <laughs> I retweeted that on Twitter, TST underscore underscore radio. You can find that tweet if you scroll down my page. One of them is uh, the Queensland Health Queensland government website, and then there's another one from another health website where they're using the same photo, monkeypox, shingles, monkeypox, shingles. Now, in the, in the shingles picture, they do say, hey, you've heard, you've heard of chicken pox, right? Well, this is shingles, a little bit different. So at least, at least pox is referenced. But if you scroll down my page, you'll see some other articles, or you can type these articles into the internet. May 21st, two days ago, this was over the weekend, Monkeypox, BBC News, 80 cases confirmed in 12 countries. 80 cases confirmed in 12 countries. Then, BBC News, type this in, monkeypox has spread to 23 states in Nigeria. That article is from December 21st, 2017, and they're using the exact same picture. From May 21st back to December 21st, Five years ago, 2017, they're using the same picture on the BBC. But there's more. If you look at the picture, and these are three kind of iconic pictures now that have been making the rounds in the media, you go back to the shingles one, it's somebody's hand, kind of a darker-skinned hand, and it has these lumps, these little bumps between the, the thumb and where your, your index finger is. And, and they're kind of other, over other parts of the hand, but you might have seen that picture. The one on the BBC is a picture of, uh, of a guy uh, from the breast, kind of like right above the nipple where the pecs are, down to right above the belly button. And it's the same picture the BBC's been using. And then there's another picture of, uh, of a black gentleman, I'm assuming it's a black man, with his hands out. He's got white pants on, his hands out. And you'll notice if you look at the dates... There's a report here from, I believe this is the New York Daily News, and it says, Killer virus, monkeypox outbreak, 
fears grow as second case of deadly disease confirmed in the UK. The only problem is that was in 2018, and they're using the same picture for this other headline from May 21st, 2022. Possible New York City monkeypox case reported. Patient isolating and contact tracing started. So you notice that contact tracing and also this headline, listen to this headline, Science Times, this was yesterday, monkeypox outbreak origin could be super spreader events. They list a sauna and a fetish festival in Spain and Belgium and the United States as the possible source of monkeypox. But they're using the terms that became popular with COVID-19. They're saying contact tracing and super spreader event. Keep those two things in mind. There are also other pictures where they show there's one, one that kind of looks like almost like night vision, kind of black and white. And this person has their hand over right. It looks like over their elbow. Maybe it's their leg, but it looks like their elbow. And this is an article from NBC News. The symptoms and causes of monkeypox infections, which CDC calls an emerging issue. That's May 19th, 2022. But then there's another article using the same picture from 2010. So that's a very long time ago in comparison. And there's one more that's posted on my Twitter page. It kind of looks like someone that had a wart or, I mean, clear it could be a pox mark, but it's a looks like a woman's hand with a, with a wedding ring on. And she has a big kind of like pox mark dent in her, in her hand right above the, the ring finger. And then she has her other finger over two fingers over top of it. I'm just explaining this so you know what pictures to look for. Now, that was published in 2018 by CNN. Third case of monkeypox reported in UK in healthcare worker. That's 2018, and that's September 26th. They're using the same picture in the independent New York City patient tests positive for virus related to monkeypox with officials urging people to wear protective material, etc. That's May 21st, 2022. The same exact picture. Same exact picture. So if you look at these articles, there's five distinct pictures that are being used to describe monkeypox, as well as shingles, as well as things that are related to monkeypox. New York City patient tests positive for virus related to monkeypox. Well, they didn't test positive for monkeypox. They tested positive for something related to monkeypox. So this is what we know so far. This is what we've heard. And there's two things about what I just expressed to you, about what I just shared with you that you need to really remember. One, contact tracing has already began. It's already began for people that supposedly have monkeypox. Number two is another similar thing to contact tracing. When you look at these, these stories being reported, they're using the same pictures and they're using the same types of of headlines contact tracing isolation and they're saying that these these cases of um of, of monkeypox of course also using the same kinds of um of terminology something's related to this something's related to that but you'll notice again though they're, they're using the same pictures they're saying it's contact tracing 
And they're basically creating this fear that monkeypox is this big, contagious, viral outbreak when we've had stories like this over and over and over and over again just in the last five years, in the last 10 years. Contact tracing. Things that are like monkeypox, but they're not actually monkeypox. And, of course, using the same photos over and over again, even though they're, fo- they're basically stock photos. But the photos provide proof of the statements. They provide proof and they provide a basis for why we should be afraid. Here's the evidence. Here's the proof. And, of course, they're using the word super spreader. So think about that. Super spreader events, that's what's responsible for monkeypox. Contact tracing and isolation, that's how we're going to stop the monkeypox. But did that work so well with COVID-19? I don't know about you, but I read a lot of news because I want to get a pulse on what not is happening, but what we're told is happening. So I read a lot of news and I see and I notice that they're using the same pictures from years ago. They're using words like super spreader. They're using contact tracing. They're using quarantine and isolation. And yet COVID-19 never really went away, nor was it ever really here. It just appeared and disappeared with the coverage that the media gave it. More attention on Ukraine, less people worried about a virus. We get stories that there could be new outbreaks of COVID-19. The White House has been asking for about two to three weeks for Congress to approve more money for more vaccines. And we were told by the White House, this is on their website, if we don't get that funding from Congress, there's going to be more outbreaks in the fall. And as soon as the White House announced that three weeks ago, I'll, I'll grant you this, it's circumstantial evidence, I started noticing more and more people around town wearing masks. Again, because they're being told that there's going to be another outbreak, so they should prepare for it. Obviously, a federal judge striking down the transportation mask, quote-unquote, mandate, led people to put their masks on as well, because, well, now other people aren't going to be forced to wear masks, so I need to put my mask back on. It's, it's delirious, hysterical, hyperbole. It's out of context. It's insanity. And yet you watch media, you listen to media, you read media, and then they literally program people on how to respond and how to act and what makes you a good person. And what don't you stand with Ukraine? Don't you stand? Look at the millions of people that died of COVID-19. And you have to try to quantify it, you know, uh, thinking just let's say that everything we're told is true. There's, there's a handful of quote-unquote monkeypox cases. Again, this is assuming everything we've been told is true. There are so many other things that we could dedicate our time and our resources to fixing. There are so many other things that we could put money into, invest money into, to fix, that would save more lives than the White House spending this last week $119 million on monkeypox vaccinations. I don't know if that's a publicity stunt or if they're serious. $119 million gone. Either printed, which devalues the currency that's in circulation, or if it's not printed, it's literally taken from your paycheck. 
in your tax dollars that you pay, and it's used to purchase hundreds of millions of dollars in monkeypox vaccines, which conveniently are available in stock for purchase. Even though monkeypox is not something that is considered even by official accounts really a threat to humans. And the cases that do exist, it's monkeypox-like viruses. It's people that they suspect have monkeypox. In fact, this morning, we went out to the mountain park here in Tucson, and Hope has been listening to uh, NPR for fun because she's, she actually asked me, she's like, if you listen to NPR, it's, it's really like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I said, yeah, of course I listen to NPR. It's, it's, it's like a joke. So I li- we were listening to it, and it, and it was like some woman on there talking about how they're having the five-year-old and under vaccines approved, hopefully approved by the FDA in the next couple of weeks. And she said that the, the, they did the science on them, and, that, and the science suggests that they're safe and effective. But the way that they say it, and then they start playing the music, and it's like assertive. They suggest the vaccines are safe and effective. That's just the word suggest does not mean that it is proven. A monkeypox-like virus is not monkeypox. And I'm just speaking to you from the point of view of the mainstream narrative. The official accounts, mainline virology, mainline reporting, none of it makes any sense. They're using the same terms like super spreader and contact tracing to conjure up the trauma of COVID-19. They're using the same pictures from five years or ten years ago of monkeypox or shingles or whatever, we don't really know, to conjure up fear that here's the proof of the monkeypox, but that picture's actually from five, six, seven, eight, nine, in one case, 10 years ago. And they're conjuring up those fears so that you will readily, happily, and eagerly accept the new mandates, the new lockdowns, the new restrictions. And if you don't accept them, well... The United States and the World Health Organization are looking to form a contractual obligation, a pandemic treaty. And in the meantime, while everybody debates that, because right now in Switzerland, it's being discussed, the World Health Organization Global Pandemic Treaty at the World Health Assembly from May 22nd to the 28th, it's being discussed this whole week. There's also the international health regulations which have been confused with this WHO treaty. And these international health regulations essentially establish the World Health Organization has and will have sovereignty over sovereign nations. Brazil says no. Most states in the United States, I think, say no. But before we can even say no, we have to know what it is. And I'm going to break this down for you tonight on the show. It's Monkey See, DC, Monkey Who right here on The Secret Teachings. More after this. Stay with us. You are hearing the sound between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? 
If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is John Peasy at JohnPeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teaching. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us. We're hearing words like super spreader, contact tracing, and as of this morning, isolation for 21 days, three weeks of isolation. We're also seeing the same pictures being used to prove, to suggest to you magically in your mind that monkeypox is a threat to you. They're not showing you pictures of any of these cases in the hospital that are cases of monkeypox-like virus, but isn't actually monkeypox. They're showing you pictures from five years ago, seven years ago, ten years ago in some cases. All these are posted to my Twitter page, TST underscore underscore radio, where they're the same pictures, the same pictures of people's hands, people's arms, And in some cases, they're showing you pictures that are used to depict shingles. So what does that tell us? It tells us we should be very suspicious of what we are being shown and what we are being told. See, the words like contact tracing, super spreader, 
Even words like quarantine that aren't new words, words like quarantine have a different meaning now because of lockdowns. And the pictures show us that there's inconsistency in the reporting and just very poor reporting. But it all conjures the COVID-19 beast. And it reminds us that not only should we still remember COVID-19 and be afraid of it, but now we have something else to be worried about. We have a smallpox-like virus to be worried about. I said in the last segment that the White House has been warning that if we don't get more money, and somebody actually sent me an email and they said the K in monkeypox is, is silent. and <laughs> They're right, it is. It's monkeypox. The White House, though, is warning that if we don't have more money, that COVID-19 is going to come back in the fall. Well, how would having more money allocated to fighting COVID-19 prevent it from coming back? Well, because they say we need more vaccines. Vaccines are waning. And I find that strange because haven't a majority of the, the people gotten vaccines already? I mean, how many more vaccines do you need? How many more boosters do you need for it to still be spreading so rapidly? How could it come back if virtually everybody's vaccinated? One, two, three, four times, six boosters. How's it going to come back? They're conjuring the fear of what they did to you, which is gaslighting, so that they can run away with more boatloads of cash. Your cash, your money, your energy, your currency. That's why they're using words like super spreader. If you go to the internet, type in the Science Times. Monkeypox outbreak origin could be super spreader events. That article was published on Sunday, the 22nd of May, 2022. There are articles about contact tracing. They're starting to contact trace some of the people that have supposedly tested positive with monkeypox. In fact, New York Daily News reported, possible New York City monkeypox case reported with patient isolating and contact tracing started. How are you going to isolate somebody and then contact trace them for a possible case. It's not even confirmed. It's a possible case. And they've begun the contact tracing of that individual. Here's another one. The independent. New York City patient tests positive, so they tested positive in this case, for a virus, but related to monkeypox. It's not even the same virus. That would be like saying somebody tested positive for a COVID-19-like virus, which in the mainline literature is thousands of different so-called cold viruses. I don't know about you, but that's pretty important. That's pretty significant. I would take note on that. I would note that they're saying contact tracing and people that are isolating and quarantining, they're being isolated and quarantined and they're being contact traced because of a possible case, not an actual case. And in the case they do have, the patient tests positive and maybe it's the same guy. Maybe it's the same guy. It's, it's in New York City. But in that particular case, and this is interesting because it was reported the same day, May 21st, they say New York City patient tests positive for virus related to monkeypox. So not only are they conjuring this fear with super spreader and contact tracing, isolation, they're also putting your money where their mouth is by spending $119 million on monkeypox vaccines when even in the official literature, monkeypox doesn't really spread. It doesn't really spread among humans that easily. 
unless it's a very unique strain of monkeypox, and then maybe it could spread. In fact, and this is all official accounts, I don't necessarily believe these accounts, I don't necessarily believe that every little tiny particle causes a specific set of symptoms. I don't believe that at all. But according to some reports, and granted, I understand the hyperbole of how a lot of this has been handled by the opposition to the mainstream media. But apparently the Wuhan Biological Laboratory, famous for COVID-19, gain-of-function bat research, was also investigating various types of pathogens that, well, it's monkeypox. So I'm not saying that's where it came from or that's the case, but I also feel like monkeypox coming from a biolab is the same kind of argument that's made by the opposite end of the spectrum, and that is monkeypox is caused by a super spreader event. That's, that's where we seem to be. It seems to be monkeypox or anything now is either caused by a super spreader event and we need contact tracing, isolation, quarantine, and spending billions of dollars and shutting down businesses, or it all came from a biolab and everybody's going to die, but then not everybody dies. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. And I understand that for people it's hard because it's been politicized. For some reason that if you, if you believe that biological weapons are real things, which they are, somehow that means you think everything came from a biolab in China, and that also means that for some reason you're a Trump supporter and a conservative. That's nonsense. But on the other side of the spectrum, you either believe that science is real, which means you believe every Marxist talking point. And by the way, science is real. That is a Marxist talking point. Karl Marx attributed Marxist philosophy to science. So when people disagreed with his political philosophy, his racist, sexist, bigoted, anti-Semitic, literally anti-Semitic philosophy, then he just called them anti-science. Because if you disagree with Marxism, which was science, then you disagreed with science. It's the same ideology, it's the same talking point that we're using 100 plus years later. So on the other end of the spectrum, it's you believe it's a super spreader event and you need contact tracing, isolation, and shutting down businesses and lockdowns, or you don't believe in science. And that's completely absurd. And that is unfortunately, I think, where we're at. It's either everything's a super spreader event or everything's a biological weapons facility. Do you see the... The opposite ends of the spectrum here. Do you see how the narrative is crafted by both the mainstream and the alternative? That doesn't mean I believe the mainstream and disbelieve the alternative or vice versa. That doesn't mean that I don't tend to to look at things more from the alternative side of things, alternative just to the mainstream, and realize like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's quite a bit more thinking in the alternative community. It's not just literal brainwashing, but that doesn't mean that everything they say is right. It doesn't mean everything came, what, everything now comes out of the Wuhan biolab? Is that, is that the, the argument now? Everything is from the bio. If I wake up tomorrow with a, with a sore throat because I left the back door open to my, my bedroom or I leave the window open so some cold air comes in at night, I wake up with a scratchy throat, that was the, the, the Wuhan biolab too, I guess. It's just nonsense. And the, and the thing that really irritates me is, do you have any idea? This is, this is a personal issue for me. But it's also an issue that you should be concerned with, I feel. And and here's the reason why. I'm frustrated because as a radio host, I have a duty and an obligation to bring to you what we would consider to be, although the word has been redefined, a fact. 
I have a responsibility and a duty to bring to you as objective as an approach to the information as I can so that we can try to figure out what's going on. And I can inform you of things you don't know. You can inform me of things I don't know. I have a responsibility and a duty. What frustrates me is when people get onto a microphone or in front of a video camera because everybody can do it and they start posting to social media and other sites that for some reason, even though they're shadow banning people, they let the snake venom theory spread like a disease through the Internet. They allow for claims like everything's the Wuhan biolab now that can spread easily. And when you sit here objectively and try to figure out what's going on and you say, well, I don't think everything's from a biolab and I don't think everything's a super spreader event. Nobody wants to play with you. Okay, so that's a personal issue of mine. It's frustrating. Nobody wants to play with you. Nobody wants to listen to that. Why? Because it does not align with their political views. Granted, I can get along a lot better with conservatives than liberals because most conservatives aren't totally insane and scream and spit at me. But that doesn't mean I'm a political person. It just means I'd like to spend time with people who have an open mind and who are free thinkers. I don't care what their political affiliation is. But it seems like everything comes from either the extreme left or the extreme right. And I don't mean politics. I mean spectrums. Apparently, everything now comes from a bio lab in Wuhan, and that is just absurd. I mean, I don't even understand how anybody who honestly thinks logically, I'm not saying they weren't experimenting with things there. God knows what they were doing. God knows what the U.S. and NATO were doing with those laboratories in Ukraine. Who the hell knows? But what I'm saying is that's that's poor. That's bad journalism. That's not that's not even journalism. That's hype. That's sensationalism. That's the National Enquirer. Wuhan Biolab also doing monkeypox research. They were probably doing research on a number of different things. Just because they were doing research on it doesn't mean that's where it came from. There isn't even a connection now to a wet market or to a, you know, to a market that's down the road from a lab. Now it's just Wuhan Biolab, smallpox and you know, monkeypox and you know, animal pox. So that must be where it came from. That's insane, folks. Use your head. Think about it. That's not that's not where monkey pox came from. That's not even officially where it's coming from. Officially, it's coming from Africa. Because there are cases of monkey pox in Africa. But you know what? There are also cases of in Africa and in India and in places that don't have running water, that don't have adequate housing, sewage, sewage treatment. They don't have sanitation or hygiene. They barely have adequate food. You know what you get there? Now, it's not just malnutrition and starvation. You get people, well, they have smallpox, people that get sick from cholera. You have people that get polio. To me, that makes me feel as if what's actually happening is people are sick because of the filth. They're sick because of the feces. They're sick because of food and water that's contaminated with poison. That's why they, they suffer from paralysis. I mean, you, if you don't get enough vitamin B12, you can suffer from paralysis. Is it polio? Is, if you define polio as some form of paralysis, nerve damage, you can get that from B12 if you don't take it. If you don't have a B12 supplement and you, and you don't eat meat, 
and you don't take B12, you, you, can, you can develop some of the same symptoms of polio. Same thing with smallpox. I mean, this is kind of gross. I told it one time on the show, but just being honest with you, when I was a kid, I grew up in Florida. And as most of you know, Florida is extremely, extremely humid. because It's a swamp. And I, I mean, I was allergic to a lot of things. So like I would sit on my chair in school and I'd have like I was allergic to nickel. They had nickel, little metal nickel tops for the screws that would go into the chair legs. So on the back of my legs, because I would wear shorts to school, the back of my legs would get really red and they would they would get rash. Uh, they would get a rash. They'd get really rashy all over the place. And nobody could figure it out. And then one day, someone, I think it was a doctor, went to see her. They're like, hey, maybe it's because you're sitting on those chairs at school. <laughs> you know, because I was allergic to the metal. It was pretty simple to figure that out. I didn't, I didn't need fancy creams, expensive drugs. I just needed to not sit with my skin touching the, the, the nickel. And as I got a little bit older, I started to develop on my legs, um, mostly on my legs, even sometimes around my stomach or my hip area, groin area. I, I developed what probably were like sweat blisters or sweat, um, you know, my, my glands would swell up and they would, they would, they wouldn't be, they weren't clean properly because you just sweat so much and you've got tight underwear on as a guy or a girl. Yeah, I get, I would get these little white bumps and uh, then they would pop and pus would come out. That, that was literally smallpox. Ladies and gentlemen, I literally had smallpox. It didn't cover my whole body, but it wasn't necessarily the same kind of smallpox maybe you're thinking of i had pox on my body and i guarantee you if i would have gone to a doctor and let's say that i had restrictive like tight clothing over my whole body and i was sweating all the time i'd have been covered in those white bumps everywhere they'd have probably diagnosed me as having smallpox and reported to the reported it to the cdc when i was a kid those bumps were painful they were red they were itchy I know it might be gross, but I'm trying to I'm trying to make a point here. I had them on my groin, my legs, my butt, my my hips, my thigh, my legs, because I was sweating so much. My skin's already so extremely sensitive. I'm sweating so much. My clothing's so tight. I was wearing, you know, like Axe body spray. I'd spray all over the place, sprayed in your pants. Nobody told me that stuff was poison. I had white pox marks all over my body. I don't want you to think about it visually, but I want you to think about what I'm saying. I had pox marks. In essence, I had smallpox. I didn't have a test to figure out what it was, but what it was was Axe body spray, sweat, and tight clothing. That's what caused my pox. So if you don't take a shower and you don't have access to clean water and you don't have access to nutritious food and you don't have access to clean food... You don't have access to the right ways to cook your food. You don't have access to sanitation. You don't have access to hygiene products. You don't have access to that knowledge, let alone the products. You don't have running water. You don't have any water. You don't have you know, an adequate shelter. You're going to get sick, especially when there's feces in the street, especially when people are doing drugs, especially when people are, are either, uh, I mean, they're living in conditions that are just, it's squalor. So it's no wonder they have those diseases. It's no wonder they have smallpox and polio and cholera. But yet in the rest of the world where we have these wonderful amenities, we don't have those conditions anymore. So why are they concerned about monkeypox? Monkeypox doesn't really spread. 
And the cases they supposedly have, they're saying 80 of the, as of this weekend. They're investigating dozens more from Spain to Italy to the United States. It's monkeypox-like virus. It's people that are testing positive for something that's not technically monkeypox. Not in all the cases, just in some. I need you to understand this before we can go any further tonight because I promise you it's going to make a lot more sense when you figure out what's going on. The White House wants more money or they say COVID is going to come back. That's what they're telling Congress. They need more money for more vaccines or COVID's going to come back. And while they're promising you COVID's going to come back in the fall during the midterm elections, they're also telling you in the mainstream media that monkeypox is spreading because of super spreader events and we need to contact trace the people who test positive for viruses that are like monkeypox. And they have possible cases. They don't actually have cases in some cases. They have possible cases. In fact, I'll read you that headline again. Possible New York City monkeypox case reported. Possible on the 21st of May. Possible. Possible is not a case. Possible is, well, maybe. We're not sure. And as a result of that, the World Health Organization is warning the following. They're saying, quote, As we enter the summer season in the European region with mass gatherings, festivals, and parties, we should be concerned that transmission could accelerate as the cases currently being detected are among those engaging in sexual activity and the symptoms are unfamiliar to many. That's according to Dr. Hans Klug, or Klug, World Health Organization Regional Director for Europe. The World Health Organization is warning of summer parties. Remember, you can't have get-togethers. You can't have parties and festivals. Parties and festivals spread the disease. These are super spreader events. That's science times. Monkey pox outbreak could be super spreader events like a sauna party, a fetish festival in countries like the U.S., Spain, and Belgium. And if you scroll down and read this article, they're using the same exact picture of the guy up close about the breast region down to the the stomach. And it's the same exact picture that's used by the BBC back in 2017 about Nigeria and 23 other states in Nigeria. So what is going on here? Why are they conjuring super spreader, don't have parties, don't have sex, contact tracing, isolation for 24 hours, I mean, go back and listen to our show before COVID-19 was a pandemic. We were telling you what was coming before it came. And now we're telling you the same thing. I don't know, and I hope it doesn't become a huge thing. I don't know if it's going to become a huge thing, but it's picking up momentum. It's picking up steam. And it's quite convenient that it's picking up so much momentum and steam because guess what's happening this week? Guess what's happening this week? The World Health Organization is gathering together at the 75th World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland from the 22nd of May to the 28th, and they're discussing a global pandemic treaty. A global pandemic treaty. Now, part of this comes from a commentary published in The Lancet, prestigious medical science journal. On May 16th, The Lancet published the following. A series of researchers and authors got together, most of them from the UK, and they wrote the following, quote, The COVID-19 pandemic has highlighted profound weakness in the global governance of health. Inadequate preparation, coordination, and accountability hampered the collective response of nations at each stage. 
Changes to the global health architecture are necessary to mitigate the health and socioeconomic damages of the ongoing pandemic and to prepare for the next major threat to health. So this is written on May 16th, and then four, five, six days later, the global pandemic treaty, which has been discussed for for months now, is now being discussed openly at the 75th World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland. Those authors also said success will require clear demarcations of responsibility with a parsimonious role for international institutions. It says, although a pandemic treaty or alternative new instrument or process cannot solve all that is wrong, if I flip the page here, all that is wrong with global health, it can deliver targeted improvements if supported by effective and clear Are you ready for it, ladies and gentlemen? If supported by effective and clear global governance. That's what was reported in The Lancet, and that is part of the support for the World Health Assembly discussion on the global pandemic treaty. But there's more to it than that. There's also the international health regulations, which are being amended. So I want you to think about it for a second. Put it all together. COVID-19 begins to wane. A lot of that's because our attention is focused on Ukraine. Then suddenly monkeypox, which is virtually impossible to spread rapidly to human uh, beings in different you know, places around the world, unless there's direct sexual contact, unless, and this is official, I was reading this last night, I was reading through news articles, I was reading through public science publications, etc., read about monkeypox and things like that, And it was saying, like, it has to be unique. It doesn't just happen. It has to be unique for it to be a a massive, uh, uh, a massively dangerous spreading contagion. Unique means it has to adapt. Perhaps, yes, gain of function type research. But that doesn't necessarily mean there's anything even spreading. Because we've had reports for over a decade on and off. Monkeypox, 10 cases, 5 cases, 3 cases, 100 cases, whatever. Just like Ebola. Warning, 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 and then nothing happens. Warning, 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 nothing happens. And they're telling us that again. Warning, warning, warning. So the White House is looking for more money to get more vaccines, to vaccinate more people, most of which we've, we're told have already been vaccinated, or the COVID's going to come back in the summer, and the fall, after the summer, rather. It's going to come back in the fall, right around midterms. And they're saying it's going to be really bad. COVID, COVID's going to come back. And in the midst of all that, as the World Health Organization, World Health Assembly get together to discuss this, the same week, you know, in Davos, they're getting together to do ayahuasca and DMT and various forms of other hallucinogenic substances to contact the gods. Look that up if you don't believe me. Davos, uh, hallucinogens, DMT, uh, ayahuasca, psilocybin, etc. Uh, Klaus Schwab and his group of Nazi elitists there at the, at the, uh, the Davos meeting, World, uh, World Economic Forum. The World Health Organization, the World Health Assembly, they're getting together to discuss a pandemic treaty. And when they're getting together to discuss this, when they need the support of nations the most to agree to the treaty and to agree to the international health regulation adjustment, the amendments that they're proposing, because they're amending it and then they're adjusting the language and certain things that aren't necessarily being added to the, the treaty, or not to the treaty, but to the international health regulation you know, agreements. They are saying that monkeypox is dangerous, deadly, and spreading rapidly, and then they're invoking COVID to remind you super spreader events, sex, intimacy, partners, parties as well. Don't go to a party. Don't have friends. 
intimate contact, sex, having partners, that's one thing, but not parties. You can't do that either. You can't even go have casual conversations with people. It's a super spreader event. You can't even go to the sauna. They say the sauna is spreading it. Contact tracing, therefore, needs to be implemented. 21-day isolation as of last night. 21-day isolation for anybody suspected of having monkeypox. $119 million already spent by the U.S. government to buy monkeypox vaccines. And most of the pictures they're showing us are pictures of shingles, pictures of maybe monkeypox from 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 plus years ago. So what are you to believe? What are we to believe? We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's happening. But in the next hour, I think it's going to be made a lot more clear. The pandemic treaty and the IHR amendments and adjustments are just an extension of the COVID-19 narrative and pandemic. We already had IHRs. We already had agreements. Why didn't they work the first time? Well, that's what's being argued. They're saying it was just too much of an absolute failure to curb the pandemic, so now we need to adjust them to give total authority to the World Health Organization. Very convenient. Kind of sounds like a botched job, doesn't it? They botched it intentionally. It's all just a big game. And you were the pawns. I'm Ryan Gable. It's Monkey CDC, Monkey Who, here on The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the montage archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. 
You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. This is David John Oates from reversespeech.com. You are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This transmission is coming to you from the space between heaven and hell. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. If you're listening in the free archive on the many radio and podcast players, wherever you tune into the Secret Teachings, thank you so much for listening to the broadcast and hopefully appreciating, maybe learning something, what we have to talk about on the show Monday through Friday. If you're listening in the archive on our website for subscribers, I'd like to extend a special thank you for supporting this show. If you're not a subscriber yet, please subscribe to the archive to get access to the ad-free show, along with all of our montages, my digital books, and a private RSS feed, as well as early access to the show before it airs when the show is pre-recorded. W www.thesecretteachings.info is the website. The music tonight is White Bat Audio. And if you'd like to contact us, you can do so through email rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. We're also on facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. You can find us on Gab and Gitter, but I don't post a lot on there. And on Twitter at tst underscore underscore radio. Our affiliate sponsor is Pro One Water Filters. We are on Patreon. You can find us also on TeePublic for our t-shirts and my books on the website, Occult Arcana, The Technological Elixir, and Food Philosophy, all available for physical and digital purchase. If you buy them, please buy them only from our website because some people like to buy them and then sell them for a very high cost for whatever reason. So if you want, you want the official book, Buy it from the website, thesecretteachings.info. When you support us, you keep us on air. You allow us to do what we do Monday through Friday, five nights a week. As I said at the beginning of the show, too, next week, at the end of the week, we have a huge announcement. It's a positive announcement to make, and I want to hype it up, but I want to do it kind of covertly. We have a huge announcement to make, a transition that is in motion. Some of you already might know about this transition from social media, so please If you have any questions, email us. Let us know what you think. Please don't spread rumors. Please don't attack people. Just wait, and we will let you know what is happening with the show, and we will let you know what is coming up in the very, very near future. So far in the last couple of days, we've heard virtually nothing but fear of monkeypox. Now, maybe you don't pay attention to the news. Maybe you don't watch TV or I don't watch TV either. I just, I jump online. I see what the stories are. I I listen to what people are talking about. Monkeypox, 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 monkeypox. The White House, about three weeks ago, 
if you go to their website, you'll find the statement. The White House is warning. Congress needs to allocate millions of dollars so that we can get more vaccines into your arms for COVID-19. And if we don't get that money and those vaccines into your arms, we are going to face a devastating fall and winter, another dark winter, in which we'll see more and more people get sick, even though they tell us most people have received their vaccines. To me, it sounds like extortion. And to me, they're telling us it could be a dark winter, it could be a dark fall, so that we just acquiesce and we accept that, yeah, Congress should allocate more money, we need more vaccines, pharmaceutical companies need more more cash, or they can't stop the next virus, or they can't stop a return of the, the last virus, whatever it is. It just... It feels like extortion. It just feels like, feels like a, uh, it just feels like a scam. Is what it feels like. It feels it, it just people are just it's just money, 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 and power. But it's also more than that. If you look at some of the headlines, and I've posted this on Twitter, TST underscore underscore radio. See some of these pictures that are shared by the BBC, NBC News, the New York Daily News. They're literally the same picture that they're showing you for for monkeypox that was used for monkeypox or in some cases shingles. From years ago, the BBC, NBC, New York Daily News, The Independent, CNN, and others, they're using the same exact picture to show monkeypox that was used to show monkeypox two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. Different amount of time in different cases. And you'll also notice, for example, the New York Daily News reported that a New York City person has person from New York City, I don't know if they're a resident, I'm assuming they're a resident, New York City, somebody from New York City is a possible monkeypox monkey case. Possible. They use the word possible. They're not sure. Another report from The Independent says New York City patient tests positive for monkeypox-like virus. A virus, quote, related to monkeypox. So possible and related to are not the same thing as he or she has monkeypox and he or she has the monkeypox virus. They've tested positive for it. Possible and related to different things than someone actually testing positive and we're for sure, we, we know 100% that they've got the lesions, they've got the pox marks, they've got the rash, they're fatigued, whatever it is, all the same standard symptoms of everything else. It's just the body responding to not feeling great trying to purge of, of, of toxins or whatever it might be. Then we would know maybe the person is actually sick and we know that that, that, that particle causes that condition. But they're, they're not able to demonstrate any of this. They just say possible, virus light. They don't know. So then they say in Science Daily, this is a, or Science Times, excuse me, then they say in Science Times, May 22nd, 2022, monkeypox outbreak origin could be a super spreader event. Super spreader event. And the World Health Organization, which is meeting this week in Switzerland for the 75th World Health Assembly, the World Health Organization says that we need to be careful during the summertime because mass gatherings, festivals, and parties could also be super spreader events. They're saying sex spreads monkeypox. So if you don't have sex... You don't go to parties, you don't go to festivals, you don't have gatherings of people, church, community events, concerts. If 
you don't have any of these things, then you're probably not going to get sick, right? It's just another spin, another way to say what they said during COVID-19. Super spreader events, don't go to parties, don't have sex, don't go out and have a drink, don't go to the movie, don't go to church. That's what the WHO is warning right now. They're also starting contact tracing of some of these people that supposedly have monkeypox. They're starting isolation, 21-day isolation. Remember, 14 days, and then that's too much. How about 10 days? Totally arbitrary. Just random recommendations based off of junk science to see how much you will acquiesce, to see how much you will comply. I don't know if I should tell this story, but my fiance Hope, she got into a little bit of a car accident. Not her fault. Somebody rear-ended her. Actually, the guy admitted he didn't even, he knew his brakes weren't working, which I, as far as I'm concerned, I, the guy should be in, in jail. But she, she, she gets into this accident. She's got back trouble and other trouble. And uh, as a result of the accident, so she goes to an urgent care and the urgent care, which here in Tucson, masks really aren't a thing, but the urgent care says you have to wear a mask to come in here. And the woman who says it to her doesn't even have her mask on all the way. So Hope's like, but you don't even have your mask on. So the woman pulls it up and says, you have to wear it. She said, I'm not wearing it. No, so she refused, and they still saw her. They didn't refuse her service. They still saw her. But she was trying to get a referral for the bodily injuries caused by the negligence of the driver in the car that hit her. And she's trying to get a referral for physical therapy. And guess what happens? Instead of giving her a physical therapy referral, they give her a referral to see a doctor because she won't wear a mask. Literally. Literally. You go in to receive treatment for some other problem because some piece of trash didn't have brakes on his car and knew it, which I don't even... That's just a whole other story. That's a whole other thing. But the doctor won't give you a referral for something you need. They give you a referral basically for mental illness because you won't put a mask on in an office where maybe two people were wearing a mask. And the doctor wasn't even wearing a mask. She got a referral to see somebody because she wouldn't wear a mask. Can you believe that? It's about compliance. Call it a shame mask. Call it BDSM. Things I've kind of coined here on The Secret Teachings. It is a shame mask. It is BDSM, cultural BDSM. But it goes beyond that. It's about compliance. How much of the super spreader stuff, how much of the contact tracing, how much of the quarantine isolation for 14, 21 days, 10 days, seven and a half days, whatever the number is, they come up with tomorrow. How much of this arbitrary biomedical terrorist state are we going to accept before we say no more? It's about compliance and it's about coercing your compliance to the arbitrariness of the system. How much tyranny will you accept? Because that's how much they're going to give you. So while the monkeypox supposedly is spreading rapidly, oh my God, there's monkeypox everywhere, I turn your attention to a story back in January of 2022. Remember in January of 2022 this year, a woman claims that she got sick after carrying a hissing monkey that escaped a truck in a Pennsylvania crash. A truckload of 100 lab monkeys crashed in Pennsylvania, and a woman stopped her car to help. One of the monkeys hissed at her in her face. 
Michelle Fallon then reportedly got sick. She had a pink eye kind of a situation going on. But then Newsweek later reported she, she wasn't actually sick. So we don't know if she was sick or not. But it's the synchronicity of this event because the shipment of animals was intended for a CDC quarantine facility after arriving from another country. Armed police, firefighters, thermal imaging technology, etc. were used to search for the escaped monkeys in the aftermath of the crash. The CDC also arrived on the scene to help local police contain the situation. Of course, PETA had an issue with this, and PETA said, and I think rightfully so under the circumstances, quote, there's no way to ensure that the monkeys are virus-free. Monkeys in laboratories in the U.S. have been found with tuberculosis, Chagas disease, cholera, and MRSA. Remember that story? Well, how about the monkeypox now? How about the, that monkeypox we got, we, got, we got circulated? Could that be related? It could very well be related. I'm, I'm thinking that the monkeys going to the CDC lab, probably more connected and related than people saying that the monkeypox came out of the Wuhan biolab. Really? I mean, they might have been doing monkeypox research, but does everything have to come out of the Wuhan lab? That's just absurd. Even the mainstream media is is telling us that uh, the the, the monkeypox, they, they don't really know how, how, where it came from, how it spread. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. Even in mainline virology, monkeypox shouldn't spread so easily between people. So maybe the lab hypothesis has some basis to it. But it gets weirder than that. In 2021, two people traveling from Nigeria to the United States were diagnosed with the disease, according to the CDC. At the moment, the first case of monkeypox in the United States was officially reported. This is officially reported on Wednesday of last week. So that would have been because today's the 23rd. A lot of this exploded over the 22nd and the 21st. On the 20th was Friday, so 198, that's the 18th. The first case was reported in the United States in a patient hospitalized in Massachusetts. Spain also confirmed seven cases of monkeypox in Madrid. This article I read you earlier from the Science Times said that in Spain, they believe, it's just un, un, unreal, they believe that the outbreak of the disease was a super spreader event. And they're saying it could have been oh, Asana. Asana spread the disease. That's literal. That's not me being hyperbolic. Italy also confirmed its first case. Can, uh, Canadian officials, uh, Canada public health officials announced they're investigating 17 suspected cases of monkeypox in Montreal. Now, the incubation for monkeypox is between 7 to 14 days, according to the CDC. And that would put it in line with the conjuring of the same kind of thing we heard about COVID-19. It's about a 14-day incubation period. you got to quarantine for 14 days. They're going overboard now. They're telling people 21 days of isolation with monkeypox. 21 days. Super spreader events. Don't have sex. Don't go to parties. Don't have mass gatherings. That could be birthday parties. That could be church. That could be family reunions. That could be weddings. That could be fe- That could be anything. They're saying we need to contact trace. That's already started in New York City. Big surprise. And isolation quarantine. But what exactly is monkeypox? Initial symptoms are typically flu-like. Fever, chills, exhaustion, headache, and muscle weakness. I told that to, 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 to Hope 
my fiance and she's like well that i feel like that every day and i said i know you got monkeypox i mean i i was just i was in the other room and i said hey hope you want to you want to hear what the symptoms of monkeypox are and she's like yeah sure i said it's uh fever chills exhaustion headache muscle weakness and she yells back she's like i feel like that every day i said yeah me too it's 105 degrees out here if i go outside for 10 minutes i feel like i've got a headache and i'm exhausted and i've got muscle weakness i almost said monkey weakness (laughs) freudian slip muscle weakness maybe it's monkey weakness i don't know followed by swelling of the lymph nodes now obviously if your lymph nodes swell that's a specific symptom that's different than just the general i don't know if i feel great today you got monkey pox it is now now everything's gonna be monkey pox driving down the interstate on a motorcycle cut off by a semi decapitated monkeypox. he tested positive for it well he also didn't have a head but he tested positive for monkey po- it had the monkeypox. next is a rash on the face and body including inside the mouth and on the palms of the hands and soles of the feet the raised poxes are pearly and fluid filled often surrounded by red circles the lesions finally scab over and resolve over a period of two to three weeks so you know most most people they just they get this irritation on the skin and then they're fine just like COVID 19 uh, SARS-CoV-2 99% of people survive without even any intervention I mean when I was a kid tight underwear and, and a lot of sweat living in Florida I got white pearly pus filled bumps all over my legs if if i had that right now you you could probably say that's monkeypox they'd quarantine me no it's sweat and tight underwear of course they have plenty of drugs and vaccines to prevent the development of the disease they say infection can spread between mucous membranes respiratory droplets this is how smallpox inoculation used to ha- used to work actually they what they would do is take somebody who had those those lesions those swollen you know bumps the poxes the pus filled little pust pustulates they would open them and they would take the pus from one person and then they would rub it into the open wound of another person and they would consider that to be transmission of a virus and inoculation thing is it doesn't have to be a virus if, if you rub your blood on my open wound i might have a very good chance of getting sick you don't even have to be sick yourself or carry some so-called virus that causes some so-called obscure disease through obscure symptom complexes if you rub your blood on me i might get sick i mean think about think about sex men and women can have sex some women are allergic to their partner's sperm some women are allergic to their partner some men are allergic to their partner's vaginal fluids. That doesn't mean that somebody has a disease. It just means some humans are physically, biologically not compatible. Look at what the body does to some babies based on blood type of the father and mother. All humans are not the same. Blood types, sexual fluids... People have reactions to these things that they're allergic to, then the body attacks itself. That doesn't mean that they have a disease. But when you transfer something like that from one person to another, you could make the other person sick, not because of a virus, but because they're like, I mean, it could be something as simple as, as just the, the good bacteria in your body. When it comes into contact with the bacteria in somebody else's body, it causes problems. 
when people live together, they share microbiome, especially if they're, they're, if they're kissing and having sex, if they're like a couple, that messes with the microbiome. It's no wonder gay men have a lot of health problems. You're sticking your penis into a place where there's fecal material. I mean, that, that's going to cause, <laughs> cause a, it's going to cause an issue. I don't care if you do it. I'm just saying that there's going to be some health problems there. It's not, that's how inoculation used to work. You transfer from one to the other. So then they're saying the mortality rate for smallpox, uh, monkeypox is 1%. Just 1%. An outbreak occurred in 2003. 47 people in six states had monkeypox. Another outbreak, I guess the first, was in 1958. Uh, there were two official outbreaks of pox-like disease in uh, colonies of monkeys kept for research according to the CDC. But again, that's, that's monkeys, and that's pox-like disease. And the first known case of monkeypox in people recorded in 1970 in the Democratic Republic of Congo during a period of intensified effort to eliminate smallpox. And they found, oh, there's monkeypox too. So what does all this mean? Well, let me take you back to 2021, because this is, this is the big thing that you've all been waiting for. November 2021, a paper published by NTI, the Nuclear Threat Initiative, through the Open Philanthropy Group or Society. Here's the name of the report. It's called Strengthening Global Systems to Prevent and Respond to High-Consequence Biological Threats. This was published in November 2021, and it was the results from the 2021 tabletop exercise conducted in partnership with the Munich Security Conference. Keep in mind the woman in 2022, the CDC monkeys who supposedly got sick. Keep in mind the first official case of monkeypox in the United States was reported May 12th, confirmed on the 18th. Which is a very funny timeline because on the 15th of May, something else is uh, very significant that I'm going to share with you in just a moment here. So think about those two events. The woman in January and the first cases in May. Strengthening global systems to prevent and respond to high consequence biological threats, the Nuclear Threat Initiative and Open Philanthropy. They conducted a tabletop exercise back in March of 2021. And it had something to do with COVID 19 because they wanted to prepare to handle the next pandemic. It says the international community cannot postpone implementing the steps necessary to protect against future biological threats. The next global catastrophe could be caused by the deliberate misuse of the tools of modern biology or by a laboratory accident. So much for a conspiracy theory. Obviously, things could come out of a laboratory. Scientific and political leaders must take bold action to safeguard the global bioscience and biotechnology research and development enterprise to ensure that catastrophic accidents or deliberate misuse do not lead to the next global pandemic. This is an executive summary of the report. If you would like a copy of the report, I would be well happy because I can provide it to you, but not happy because of what it says. I'm, I'm happy to provide you a copy of the report if you email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on Twitter, TST underscore underscore radio or Facebook.com. Here is the executive summary. 
In March 2021, the Nuclear Threat Initiative, NTI, partnered with the Munich Security Conference, MSC, to conduct a tabletop exercise on reducing high-consequence biological threats. The exercise scenario portrayed a deadly global pandemic involving an unusual strain of monkeypox virus that emerged in the fictional nation of Brenia and spread globally over 18 months. Ultimately, the exercise scenario revealed that the initial outbreak was caused by a terrorist attack using a pathogen engineered in the laboratory with inadequate biosafety and biosecurity provisions and weak oversight. An unusual strain of monkeypox virus that was released through a terrorist attack using a pathogen that was genetically engineered or engineered through gain-of-function biological research. An unusual strain of monkeypox virus. Remember when Bill Gates told us that we should be worried about terrorist attacks and pathogens? Discussion on the exercise included weak global detection, assessment, and warning of pandemic risks, that this needed to be fixed, gaps in national-level preparedness, this needed to be fixed, gaps in biological research governance, that needs to be fixed, and insufficient financing of international preparedness for pandemics, that needs to be fixed. Underneath of it, executive summary, point number one, the World Health Organization should establish a graded, transparent, international public health alert system. And guess what is being developed right now? A comprehensive change to the international health regulations and the 75th, in Switzerland, the 75th World Health Summit, the World Health Assembly, taking place this week, debating on those pandemic treaty points supposedly submitted by a handful of nations. So this is in 2021. They say because national governments must adopt a no-regrets approach to pandemic response, taking anticipatory action as opposed to reacting to mounting case counts and fatalities, which are lagging indicators. In other words, we failed at COVID because we focused too much on cases and even fatalities. Because we failed at COVID, The international community, quote, should establish an entity dedicated to reducing the risk of catastrophic events due to accidents or deliberate abuse of bioscience or biotechnology. And the WHO should establish a graded, should establish a graded transparent international public health alert system. And here's the meeting this week on a global pandemic treaty and the changing of the international health regulations. And it's all over a monkeypox virus that was an unusual strain and the executive summary of the 2021 tabletop exercise. I'm going to tell you more about this when we come back from break. I saved the absolute best for last. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. Broadcasting from the edge of thought and consciousness, it's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. 
The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black you and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Welcome back to The Secret Teachings Radio Show. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to The Secret Teachings. And hopefully you learned something tonight. I know I did when I did research for all of this, especially pertaining to tabletop exercises. And once again, we find that in 2021, a tabletop exercise was conducted by the Nuclear Threat Initiative and the Munich Security Conference. A tabletop exercise on reducing high-consequence biological threats, where they determined that there is weak global detection assessment and warning of pandemic risks, gaps in national-level preparedness, and gaps in biological research governance. They also found that there's insufficient funding and financing of international preparedness groups and countries for pandemics. 
They said that the World Health Organization should find a way to establish a graded, transparent, international public health alert system. This was published in November of 2021. The tabletop exercise took place in March of 2021. And now we're seeing in May of 2022 precisely that happening. The World Health Organization and others are meeting this week between May 22nd and May 28th at the 75th World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland to discuss a global pandemic treaty. Parallel to that is the adjustment and the amendments being added to the international health regulations. Two things happening at the same time, making me think one is a distraction from the other. They're not exactly the same thing, but they do intend to give unprecedented power to unelected, but simply appointed by status, by connection, by wealth, etc., people to positions of power to dictate what other countries will do in the event of a pandemic. That's what they call global coordination. Now, this tabletop exercise, again, NTI, the National, or the Nuclear, rather, Nuclear Threat Initiative, and Open Philanthropy, published this in 2021. Here is the tabletop exercise. See if this doesn't sound familiar to you. The exercise scenario portrayed a deadly global pandemic involving an unusual strain of monkeypox virus that emerged in the fictional nation of Brinia and spread globally over 18 months. Ultimately, the exercise scenario revealed that the initial outbreak was caused by a terrorist attack using a pathogen engineered in a laboratory with inadequate biosafety and biosecurity provisions and weak oversight. Although we're told it's always a conspiracy theory for anything to originate in a laboratory, this was part of the tabletop exercise. Remember when Bill Gates said that we, were, we would face a terrorist attack? Terrorists are going to use biological agents to wage terror on civilians around the world. Kind of like when Fauci said there will be a surprise outbreak of a disease during the Trump administration. And then that actually happened. So in 2021, this tabletop exercise was held in March, and then they published the results in November. Here is who was part of the tabletop exercise at the Munich Security Conference. Ms. Izumi Nakamitsu, Undersecretary General and High Representative for Disarmament Affairs. United Nations Office for Disarmament Affairs. Now, I read this study, slash tabletop exercise, slash prediction, slash script, and I had a hard time figuring out why would they have somebody from the Office of Disarmament Affairs on a subject like smallpox. That's for you to mull over yourself. Maybe if you read it, you can figure it out. There was the Dr from the African Centers for Disease Control and the Chinese Center Centers for Disease Control, Dr. John Kingasung and Dr. George Gao. George Gao is the Chinese Director General for the, the CDC. There's their CDC. Also, Dr. Ruxandra Drakia Akli, 
global head of Johnson & Johnson Global Public Health Research and Development, Janssen Research and Development. Maybe they're trying to research how they can make a vaccine that doesn't cause blood clots. But the big one here is, of course, Dr. Chris Elias. For those of you who don't know Dr. Chris Elias, Dr. Chris Elias is president of the Global Development Division of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. This is the same Bill Gates who said there would be a terrorist attack that would lead to the next pandemic, a terrorist attack that was part of this tabletop exercise using an unusual strain of monkeypox, which is what mainstream everybody will tell you about monkeypox. It doesn't really transmit from human to human that well. It has to be something unusual, something strange, something that is adapted, something that is modified for it to spread. So if there really is the spreading of monkeypox, it has to be engineered or it has to just be an anomaly, a random, coincidental, beneficial anomaly. If you read through this tabletop exercise, here's the thing that really gets me. This is where it all comes together. It was based on a terrorist attack in a fictional country. An unusual strain of monkeypox. A terrorist attack using a pathogen engineered at a laboratory with inadequate biosafety and biosecurity provisions and weak oversight precisely what we were told about the Wuhan laboratory. But what gets me, what intrigues me, is this was in March of 2021. We can try to do the math based on all of the different reports that we've heard. This is CBS News. The man who tested positive for monkeypox, a Massachusetts resident, hospitalized at Massachusetts General Hospital since May 12th. But we heard that the first case was Wednesday of last week. That's the 18th. So think about that. Hospital on the 12th. First case confirmed on the 18th. That's six days. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. The middle of that would be the 15th of May. 12th, 13th, 14th, on the 15th. From on the 15th to 16th, 17th, 18th. May 15th is listed in the tabletop exercise. May 15th of 2022. This is the scenario summary of the tabletop exercise. May 15th, 2022 is when the terrorist attack using an unusual strain of monkeypox taken from a laboratory, a monkeypox strain that had been engineered, an unusual strain of monkeypox used in a terrorist attack launched on May 15th of 2022. And that is precisely the middle of when the first person arrives at the hospital and when the first case is confirmed, the 12th and the 18th of May, 2022. I, I have it. I have it right here. And I'd be happy. This cost me like $4 to print out. I, I opted for the color. I mean, I, listen, I read through this stuff because I care, and I want to bring you 
because I have a duty and a responsibility. I want to bring you this information and show you things that otherwise are written off as coincidence and show you how the media uses words to manipulate your perception of reality. Well, sure, they conducted a tabletop exercise in 2021 about a May 15, 2022 terrorist attack using monkeypox, but the fact that monkeypox came out of nowhere and now it's spreading and it's unusual, admittedly, the first case was confirmed on the 18th of May, so it's not the same as the exercise, you stupid conspiracy theorists. That, that's, that's what the media does. What I hope you understand is that I spend my money I spend my time, I spend my energy, I spend my sweat sitting here in a studio that is not air-conditioned because I can't afford to run the air conditioner on a computer that most of the time shuts off when it overheats. I sit here and I dedicate my life to researching and to reading so I can bring you this information five nights a week. Now, I'm telling you that not because I'm complaining, but because I'm doing research. I'm not going on YouTube I'm not going on Reddit. I'm not going on 4chan. I'm not listening to Alex Jones. I'm not repeating what other people have to say. I'm reading it for myself. And when you have something that's astounding, that's synchronistic, and you send it to me, I give people credit and I talk about it on the show. I don't have time to cover everything. But when I'm sitting here, and after the fact, people pointed it out. But I I read this thing, and I saw May 15th is the scenario of the monkeypox terrorist attack from a laboratory engineered, it's an unusual strain of monkeypox, and Bill Gates told us there would be a terrorist attack that will start the next pandemic, and Bill Gates and his foundation are part of this tabletop exercise, just like Event 201 right before coronavirus, and that was a pandemic preparedness response tabletop exercise on coronavirus. Is that a coincidence? I don't think so. At best, it's a synchronicity. At worst, it's a scripted plan. It's an open public acknowledgement of what's going on. So what does this tell us? May 15th, the terrorist attack, and we have an unusual strain of monkeypox spreading, and it's announced mid-May. Goes to the hospital on the 12th, diagnosed on the 18th, right on the beginning and the end side of that May 15th data point. Again, if you'd like to read this, Tabletop exercise, I'd be happy to send it to you. Not happy because of what it says, but happy because, my God, I'm just so tired of hearing alternative radio and people just not just nonsense, jumbled, mumbo-jumbo that means nothing, and they don't look at the reports, they don't look at the studies, they don't read anything, and it's snake venom, snake venom, snake venom. Everybody makes $1,000, $10,000, $15,000 off of nonsense videos with clickbait garbage, And then Ryan's left sitting here, like some of you, trying to actually read what's being said, not relying on Fox News, CNN, Alex Jones, or George Norrie. And I make maybe 500 bucks a month on my Spreaker archives because everything is throttled back because I don't promote literal snake venom. I don't promote snake, you know, snake oil. Yeah, I'm a little bit upset about it. But what I'm more upset about is this stuff's pretty naked. That's what I'm upset about. It's naked. It's it's out in the open. What is the, the solution to these problems that, that occurred during COVID-19 that they, they, they talk about in this tabletop exercise? They say that we need more global coordination. Okay, we need more global coordination. What would that look like? Well, they say the WHO would establish a graded, transparent international public health alert system. So the World Health Organization would establish basically a new 
health alert system that would include all nations that are feeding into the World Health Organization. And they say we need this because national governments did not respond well to COVID-19. They relied on case counts and fatalities, which are, quote, lagging indicators. They say the international community should establish an entity dedicated to reducing the risk of catastrophic events due to accidents or deliberate abuse of bioscience and biotechnology. What that means is an entity, perhaps separate from the World Health Organization, what that means is telling us that we screwed up on COVID-19, we can do it better next time. I mean, with lockdowns and quarantines and contact tracing and isolation and telling people not to shake hands, not to have sex, not to have mass gatherings, not to go to church, not to go to work, running small businesses out of town, thrusting hundreds of millions into poverty and starvation, calling everything a super spreader event unless it was a riot, then it was a positive thing of free speech, playing with your mind, playing with your body, playing with your health, seemed pretty intentional to me. And now they're telling us because that was that was all just an accident. We, did, we didn't know how to respond to it. So that's why so many people died. That's why, that's why the world ended. That's why the world shut down. We can do better this time. Just give the WHO authority. And right when they call for that, at the end of last year, well, that's right around the time World Health Organization members start getting together and saying, hey, we need to have a better pandemic response. In fact, that, get this, that monkeypox Tabletop exercise was conducted in March of 2021. Do you know when the World Health Organization and world leaders got together to discuss a pandemic preparedness response to the next pandemic that Bill Gates said would be a terrorist attack, which was the scenario in the tabletop exercise that his foundation helped to run? March 21st, a group of world leaders announced an initiative for a new treaty on pandemic preparedness and response. The same month they conducted the monkeypox tabletop exercise, where they said May 15th would be the date of the terrorist attack. It doesn't have to be a terrorist attack. It doesn't even have to be an actual smallpox virus circulating, but it's the idea of it in the media showing us the, the, the pictures from 10 years ago telling us that this monkeypox is a super spreader kind of a thing. It's don't go to parties, don't have mass gatherings. We're starting contact tracing already. They use words like possible contamination, possible virus, virus-like not confirming anything. It's the, it's the same thing as COVID-19. But the, the world leaders got together in March. Uh, just think about that again. March 21st, that's when they started the initiative for the new Global Health Pandemic Treaty. That was the same month that they ran the tabletop exercise on the, 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 the smallpox variation monkeypox. An unusual strain of monkeypox released by terrorists from a biolab without proper safety protocols. And part of the, 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 the research the exercise was conducted by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, just like Event 201. It says it in the damn tabletop exercise paper. You can get a copy of it. I'll send it to you, to, to you if you want. RDGable at Yahoo.com. And then May 12th and May 18th, the first possible case and then the first confirmed case right on the beginning and end of that May 15th date from the exercise. March 31st, it's unreal, right? Unbelievable. And what does this global pandemic treaty propose? Well, the main goal of the treaty would be to foster an all-of-government and all-of-society approach, strengthening national, regional, and global capacities and resilience for, to future pandemics. This includes greatly enhancing international cooperation to improve, for example, alert systems, data sharing, 
research, and local, regional, and global production and distribution of medical and public health countermeasures such as vaccines, medicines, diagnostics, and personal protective equipment. The mainstream media has been claiming that people like Tucker Carlson are confusing the treaty with the international health regulations that are being revised and amended. Some people might be making that confusion. Tucker Carlson didn't make that confusion. Do you know where he got that statement from? It was from an article written by a group of world leaders, and it was published, among other places, by the Common Library of the UK Parliament. This is the UK government. Alert systems, data sharing research, and local, regional, and global production and distribution of medical and public health countermeasures such as vaccines, medicines, diagnostics, and personal protective equipment. Tucker Carlson didn't confuse this with anything. That's a headline I actually have. I printed that out. Tucker Carlson is wrong about the World Health Organization and its pandemic treaty. No, he's not. He's not wrong. And anybody who's actually read that or the IHR knows that what this is is global government. If you want proof of that, let me read you what The Lancet published about a week ago. The Lancet on May 16th published the following. In order to have success during the next pandemic, we will need to do the, the, the following. Success will require clear demarcations of responsibility with a parsimonious role for international institutions. Although a pandemic treaty or alternative new instrument or process cannot solve all that is wrong with global health, it can deliver targeted and improvements if supported by effective and clear global government. Global governance. That's what it's all about. That's what the treaty is all about. And yes, it is separate from the IHR, but it's also part of the IHR. And here in the next couple of minutes before we wrap up the show, I'm going to read to you, this is the IHR proposed amendments. I went through and I read all 13 pages of them. Because although I don't make money by throwing my boobs out on YouTube and I don't make money by telling people about Bigfoot and blue chickens, I at least can sleep at night knowing that I'm telling you the truth and I know that I can provide you the proof of what I'm saying. I can sleep well at night because I'm providing you to the best of my ability with the most credible and the most fact-based information that I can possibly get my hands on. This is the World Health Organization. This is their 75th World Health Assembly. These are the provisions in the agenda for what is to be discussed and what is to be changed and what is to be amended to the international health regulations. Now, there's a lot here. I'm not going to read you all 13 pages. Some things are crossed out, so they're adjusting it. They're amending it. It is different than the treaty, but it's essentially the same thing. So right now, get this, right now, the World Health Organization and others are gathering at the World Health Assembly in Geneva. That's happening now, this week. While Davos gets together and does ayahuasca, DMT, psilocybin, and other forms of hallucinogenic drugs, the World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland, is getting together to discuss a global pandemic treaty. The global pandemic treaty includes finding an all-of-government and all-of-society approach, including better data alert systems, data sharing, research in local, regional, and global production and distribution of medical and public health countermeasures such as vaccines, medicines, diagnostics, and personal protective equipment. That's the treaty. But if you get a copy of the IHR amendments, it's also part of the 75th World Health Assembly. So they're voting on the amendments and they're discussing the treaty, both happening 
at the same time so there can be, sure, a little bit of confusion. Here is what they propose. Here are some of the amendments. Number six of, of Section uh, 12, Article 12, Section 6, would be the new, this is the new amendment being proposed. Where an event has not been determined to meet the criteria for a public health emergency of international concern, but the Director General, that's of the World Health Organization, has determined it requires heightened international awareness and a potential international public health response, the Director General, on the basis of information received, may determine at any time to issue an indirect public health alert to state parties and may consult the emergency committee in a manner consistent with the procedure set out in Article 49. So if a country says this isn't a pandemic, the director general of the World Health Organization can issue that it's a pandemic anyway. Number seven proposed. A regional director, so they're having regional directors on top of the WHO director, regional directors may determine that an event constitutes a public health emergency of regional concern and provide related guidance to state parties in the region either before or after notification of an event that may constitute a public health emergency of international concern before that's even done or made by the the director general who shall inform all state parties. The WHO, in Article 13, public health response, shall offer assistance to a state party. Here's what's being amended to Article 13, though. The state party shall accept or reject such an offer of assistance within 48 hours, and in the case of rejection of such an offer, shall provide to the World Health Organization its rationale for the rejection, which the WHO will share with other state parties. So in order to say... We're going to reject your declaration of emergency. We're going to reject your offer of assistance. Sovereign states then have to tell the director general of the World Health Organization why and come up with a good reason to override the World Health Organization. It says if the WHO, in consultation with state parties concerned, as provided in Article 12, determines that a public health emergency has to be of international concern, totally arbitrary way to define such a thing if they determine it's occurring the who shall offer now it was may they changed it to shall shall offer in addition to the support indicated in paragraph three of this article further assistance to the state party including an assessment of the severity of the international risk and the adequacy of control measures so the who gets to determine what the risk is and what the control measures are Likewise, the state gets to accept or reject it in 48 hours. Then they have to provide a reason why if they reject it. And it says regarding, this is, this is a scary one, regarding on-site assessments in compliance with its national law, a state party shall make reasonable efforts to facilitate short-term access to relevant sites. In the event of a denial, telling the WHO, we're a sovereign country, you don't get to declare a national health emergency here, you don't get to determine the control mechanisms, You don't get to determine if it's adequate or not. You don't get to determine the severity of it. The WHO says, in the event of a denial, when you tell the WHO no, well, they don't like that. It shall provide its rationale for the denial of the access. So not only assistance, but also bringing WHO officials into the United States, into individual states. If a state says no, The state then has to explain to the who why that is. Because we're a sovereign state and we're not participating in the Great Reset and your global governance. 
That's why. If I was the governor of a state, my God, I mean, if I was a, a congressperson or a senator and Zelensky came to Congress and demanded I give him money, I'd have given him the middle finger. This would give the WHO authority to declare public health emergencies of international concern. This would give the WHO the authority to determine the control mechanisms and the risks. This would give the WHO authority to come in and expect, like their UN weapons inspectors coming into Iran to look at nuclear weapons or Korea. They would come into, it could be anywhere, Tucson, Arizona. It could be the tiny town that you live in. The WHO could march in there and determine this is an emergency. We need to quarantine lock this down right now. Temporary recommendations, it says in Article 15, may include the deployment of expert teams. This just compounds what I just said. The deployment of expert teams as well as health measures to be implemented by the state party experiencing the public health emergency of international concern, which they get to determine. Or by other state parties regarding persons, baggage, cargo containers, conveyances, goods, and or postal parcels to prevent or reduce the international spread of disease and avoid unnecessary interference with international traffic. Part of this is we don't want to shut down the economy again. You shut it down to begin with. Now you're saying so we don't shut the economy down and so we don't lose jobs. The World Health Organization gets to determine if there is a disease, the risk of that disease, the control mechanisms, the mitigation process, and they get to send in, nay, deploy teams of experts to come into your town, your city, your state, your country, and determine not only if you have a public health emergency, but how you're going to respond to it. And if you deny them the declaration of the emergency, you deny them the alteration to the mitigation process, or you deny them entry into your country, they need to know why, and you have to provide them good enough reason. And if you don't provide them good enough reason, can you imagine what happens next based on what we've already talked about? They want contingency plans, travel restrictions that are not affected for the Healthcare frontline essential workers, they get to continue to travel. Members of the emergency committee should include one expert nominated by the state party within the territory in which the problem arises. If the emergency committee is unanimous in its findings or it is not unanimous in its findings, any member shall be entitled to express his or her dissenting prof- uh, professional view in an individual or group report, which shall state the reasons why a divergent opinion is held and shall form part of the emergency committee's report. But the committee still gets to make the decision, folks, because it's a Politburo. That's why it's a Politburo. It's a handful of people telling you, you have a disease. You can't travel. You can't go outside. You can't go to work. You have to do what we say. And if your governor, if your president, if your prime minister says, it's not a health emergency, you cannot send the WHO in to investigate. You have to explain why, as if the who is your parent and you're 16 years old explaining why you need the car. Or as if you are a 25-year-old and you still have to ask your parents' permission to do something. We're sovereign nations and sovereign states. Whether it's the IHR or it's the WHO pandemic treaty, we can only hope that there are enough leaders, true leaders, who reject this knowing what it is. It is a global government takeover, just like The Lancet said. 
global governance, but clear global governance. That's what we need to fix the problem. It's Monkey CDC, Monkey Who, tonight on The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, your host. Please sign up to the archive on our website at thesecretteachings.info. Please grab a copy of one of my books, TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. The show airs Monday through Friday. A big announcement coming up next week. Some of you might have already seen it on social media. So stay tuned for the big announcement. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. We can only hope that there are some people that choose to reject this and that if it is implemented, there are states, there are governors, there are people in charge who are not going to participate with the erosion of our sovereignty as nations or as states. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We'll talk to you in the next broadcast.